Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today we ask, what is authority? How often are we affected by authority? Imagine you're sitting in a doctor's office. You're getting an annual checkup done. And the doctor says that everything looks good. So you mention to the doctor, You know, doc, I've had this itchy throat for a while and I was wondering if you could help me with it. So the doctor looks at you and says, Are you smoking cigarettes? And you reply, yes, I am smoking camel cigarettes, actually. And now the doctor says, well, that's your issue right there. Camel cigarettes cause irritation in the throat. You should be smoking Lucky Strikes. They don't cause that same irritation. You thank the doctor and walk to the store to buy some Lucky Strike cigarettes right away, taking the doctor's advice, because of course they know better than you. They're a doctor. As silly as this sounds today, It's exactly the type of thing that doctors were saying in the 1940s and 50s. As a note, they didn't do this because they were any dumber than the doctors of today. They simply didn't know. So when the cigarette companies said they did research and everything was fine, you know, smoking doesn't cause any throat irritation or lung cancer, the doctors trusted them. Authority has the power to influence us because we outsource a lot of information. Our world is too big and too complicated to know everything. So the outsourcing of information allows us to trust an authority in some field so that we don't have to do research and work in that area ourselves. This is why authority is the fifth principle of persuasion that we're going to look at. We have more than a tendency to comply with the suggestions, advice, and orders of perceived experts. In one of the most famous experiments on the matter, Stanley Milgram demonstrated that people will harm others even when they know it is wrong, so long as someone with perceived authority says that it's okay. The experiment had participants administer electric shocks to a learner in the other room every time the learner answered a question incorrectly. When the participant hesitated to administer an electric shock, They were instructed by an authority figure in the room, who was a researcher in a white lab coat. Now the learner in the other room is an actor, and they began to scream in pain as the electric shocks continued to increase and increase in voltage. Many participants continued to administer those shocks simply because the authority figure, again the researcher with a white lab coat and a clipboard, told them to do so. Extrapolated out, this is one part of why so many good people take part in genocide, even when, outside of everything that's happening in that context, they would not harm another person. In general, uniforms are seen as symbols of authority. For example, people are more likely to follow instructions given by someone dressed as a security guard or police officer, even if the person isn't actually an officer. The uniform is a symbol of authority, which triggers a heuristic in us to act on the instructions given by them. From a psychological perspective, our submission to authority is grounded in our worldview. Early in our lives, we learn that obeying figures of authority, our parents, teachers, and coaches, 
often leads to positive outcomes, whereas disobedience may result in negative consequences. As we continue to reinforce this fact throughout our life, the heuristic grows stronger and stronger, molding our reactions to authority figures as adults. And authority is not just about title or position. It's about trust. It's crucial for the authority principle to work that you trust the person in the authority position. So let's look at some things that add to the principle of authority. There's a showcase of expertise. To look at this, we can say person A is highly skilled in a particular area and has a history of working at a company like Google and has a degree from Harvard. Person A is going to be seen as competent compared to person B who worked at an unknown company and went to community college. The authority principle makes it so, even if person B is in fact more competent than person A. The reason for this is that there is a general trust that Harvard and Google produce skilled people. If someone is acting with confidence, that's another way to enact this authority principle. Confidence is a marker of authority because we inherently trust that if someone is confident, they are more likely to be correct. Just think about when you are unsure of yourself. You can feel the lack of confidence. So when you see someone who is confident in what they say, you think to yourself, well, if they knew the answer, they would be that confident. If they didn't know the answer, they would be less confident, like I would feel. Notice that we have said nothing of ignorance or idiocy, which is another topic of confidence that we're not going to unpack right here. And endorsements will increase authority. Think of when your friend recommends a restaurant, saying it was the most delicious ramen they've ever had. You're likely going to try that restaurant if you like ramen. Or when you see a website and the row of their partners, who are all big-name brands, they're all at the top of the page. You see them immediately. You're going to think that this website and this product that you're looking at is trustworthy because those big-name brands do their research and comparative analysis better than you ever could. This principle of authority is powerful, and it also raises some ethical questions. What do we do when someone misuses authority? To be sure, trust will be diminished when found out. And when trust is diminished, what follows is exile. This exile comes in the form of boycotting a product, cutting a person out of your life, or ignoring certain authority figures and organizations. Remember, misusing authority is manipulation. Now, if you want to build authority, you can gain endorsements, you can act with confidence, you can showcase your expertise, and more foundationally, you can be consistently right. If you do this last part, nothing else matters. If you're consistently right, consistently successful, you'll build authority from the ground up. Now, if you want to cushion your authority with some humility, you can use well-tested phrases that reduce the air of authority. Phrases like this are, here's my best guess, and then share your best guess. Or, this is just one idea, and then share the idea. Or you can say, what your piece is, and then say, I might be wrong. Or, 
I'm not sure if this will work, and then share the idea. Now take a moment to think about how you showcase your authority. How could you expand that effort? Who are the people you seem to trust, and what is their authority? And the next time you find yourself trusting something or someone, ask, what authority do they have? Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question, so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.